This is Carte Blanche, the podcast. Find it now wherever you access your favorite podcasts. Yarona will take you there. This was a promise made by the Rustenburg's local municipality. But the Rustenburg Rapid Transport System has been a work in progress for 15 years at an estimated cost of 3.5 billion rand. But that's not all. Another 1.5 billion rand has been set aside to get the buy-in of local taxi operators. Derek Watts visited the metro and found bus stations collapsed and vandalized before they were ever used. Meanwhile, concrete bus routes are covered in weeds and now serve as overpriced food pods for pedestrians and the occasional cow. We're often chased away by security guards when trying to film unannounced. I'm telling you, but I'm not allowed right now. So imagine our surprise when in Rustenburg a security guard runs away when we ask her what her job is. Okay, tell us what you're supposed to be looking after. I'm looking after this brick and also this yacht. Bricks are what's left of a bus station, part of the town's rapid transport system, Yorona. What we have here in Rustenburg is our very own SAA. It's taken 14 years and nearly three and a half billion rands to get here, a rapid transport system that's anything but rapid. Despite the billions already spent, the Rustenburg municipality is now asking for more. The vision, affordable fast lane buses similar to Johannesburg's Rear Via, which has been operating for just over 12 years. Here though, things are happening at a much slower pace. We are going to be pouring taxpayers and ratepayers' money into this for the foreseeable future. Longtime resident Cheryl Phillips is a DA Member of Parliament. The concept started out in 2008 already. It was scheduled to start out in 2014. And then 2014 became 2016, that became 2017, that became 2020, that became 2021. Then in July this year came a high-level visit by Transport Minister Fakile Mbulula. He demanded an urgent forensic audit into how the municipal grants have been spent. National government provided the money but didn't do the oversight and it was left to the municipality. Robert Morelli has been acting as the project's head for 10 years. You've spent 3.4 billion. Can you say where it's gone? We built continuously reinforced concrete bus lanes with running on two corridors. Uh, that infrastructure doesn't come cheap. It's uh, with uh, concrete. That may be an understatement, especially for infrastructure reinforced or not that's unfinished and vandalized. Soon after the minister's visit, the first buses hit the road. We still have to complete the stations. The bus lanes are complete. It's important to emphasize that uh, all the uh, BRT lanes are complete. Mulele agreed to take us on a guided tour of his prized transport system in early September. But we decided to check things out ourselves a day earlier. Good afternoon. <laughs> How are you doing? Heading downtown, we found the makeshift ticketing station and just one of the 10 buses Molele says are operational. All aboard the Urano. Oh. 
We're on an official media tour tomorrow, but we thought we'd have a, a little sneak preview today. But, well, virtually no passengers, and the bus lanes aren't ready yet. So this bus is taking up a lot of space on the roads. In town, the bus uses its specially designated fast lane for only a few kilometers. Just outside the CBD, only the general lane is an option. On the outskirts, it makes do with narrow, rutted village roads where it adds to congestion and holds up the municipal Bojanala bus service. The buses, unable to use lanes that are neglected and unusable, pass stations that are unfinished or sometimes in a state of ruin. Our official tour begins with a warm welcome from Moleli and his colleagues. Together we wait 25 minutes for a bus. Finally, the bus arrives. It's the same one we were on the day before. The driver takes another 25 minutes to do a painstaking inspection. All the while, Moleli insists the fast lanes are working and the buses are running on time. Since all the fast lanes are complete. Well, I think complete. some of them have to be repaired. No, indeed, uh, all the, it's very good uh, high material that we've used. They don't get potholes. Once again, with virtually no passengers on board, traffic pulls up in our wake. Packed taxis speed by, as well as a number of municipal Bojanala buses, heading for the same areas as Yorona and beyond. Taxi bosses say the Yorona buses are redundant. Lesiba Kakana speaks for one of the town's largest taxi associations, representing just under 600 taxis. Plastic it's one or two street town. Yeah. So definitely it did not need that, but uh, our government is our government. What are you going to tell them? The big question is, with ample public transport already serving Rustenburg, why is the government happy to continue funding this multi-billion rand project? If taxi industry has been given a fair hearing from the beginning, by now the taxi industry should be the industry that was supposed to be subsidized by government. But no, instead, they come in with their own system of transport that will get rid of the black person's transport. Ironically, Molele says Yorona was needed because the taxis cause congestion. If you look at the taxi rank, it's excessively full. In fact, the fleet itself is uh, overspilling to other parts of the city if you've driven around. So we cannot continue to increase the number of taxi fleet in our city. Government must now pay the losses the taxi industry may incur. Taxis are removed from the Urona routes to stimulate the market for buses. A lucrative solution for some taxi owners, but crippling for the taxpayer. They've removed almost 80% of the taxis and uh, all those owners are being compensated by the so-called loss of income of uh, 11,900. That a is month. Yeah, a month per car. Say maybe I've got two or three cars. I'll get that 11,900 times the vehicles that I had. It's a cushy arrangement for the buses, it seems, but hasn't gone down well with the drivers, as we discover on a visit to the rank. 
These people who have come in here with this thing of the project of the RR3, they were talking to the association. They have never talked to the, to the drivers. What about us drivers? Because the, the, the owners, they got some, some small money. So what about us the drivers? And they haven't worked out a package for you? No. Only for the bosses, eh? Only for the owners. In fact, the owners have even more say than the drivers might think. In the local council, affected parties have formed subcommittees to steer your owner. And a number of taxi bosses serve on one of these. Arrangements and allocations are discussed in the subcommittees. And the subcommittees don't report back to the portfolio committee and they don't report back to council and the Democratic Alliance has no representatives on the subcommittees. Why all. not? We've asked and we were told it's not a function of council. 140 taxi owners get the monthly compensation, costing the ratepayers at least 20 million rands a year. But it doesn't end there. More than a thousand taxis are still to be removed and their owners have negotiated an increased rate. Every vehicle with an operating license should be given 1.3 million to exit the taxi industry. 1.3 million? 1.3 million per taxi, per operating license. Say I've got five taxis. When they get me out of the road, they must give me those, uh, that 6.5 million. Wow. That is uh, 1.3 times five. That's a lot of money. It is, but our government says they do have that budget, so we'll see. So that money is being claimed before the buses are even running here? Yeah, at the moment, those buses are not running in our route. Flanked by two taxi buses during our interview, Mulele says Yarona has now asked for an additional one and a half billion rands to settle negotiations with the associations. Only 200 million will be spent on fixing the infrastructure. But what about the day-to-day -day operational costs? Do you really think Yorona can pay for itself? Uh, we can at least recover up to 40%. Of 40%? 40 to 50% of our operational overheads. The balance would then need to be subsidized by uh, national government. Extended subsidies mean the municipality will again be knocking on National Treasury's door. This while scores of taxi drivers are losing their jobs. I can't see it working in Rustenburg. We've only got a small percentage of the taxi drivers on board. And if I look at the violence that's erupting for buses in other parts of the country, yeah. what is going to happen here in Rustenburg? I, I don't see it ending well. Is this yet another failure in the provision of affordable public transport? Or is the taxi industry holding Rustenburg to ransom? Would love to hear your thoughts online. Thanks for joining yet another episode of Carte Blanche, the podcast. Keep the conversation going online. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Don't forget to rate and review us. Your feedback is always appreciated. And subscribe to our podcast to ensure you don't miss a single episode.